How do you feel, Lex Bubble? Oh, yeah. Lawrence, how do you feel? The only time you've ever called me Lawrence. Really? Yeah. I've called you. Like as much as I use Lawrence now. I've called you Lawrence. No, no, you have that. Yes, I have. All right. No. If only one asked me the question. Why did you change your name to Lawrence? Yeah. As if that wasn't my name I did ask you like that ain't your name. Yeah, like they, that they, is. They, they no, still gonna call you LG or, or Larry, but they can. Yeah, my name changed your shit to Lawrence. Mom didn't claim. I'm never claim. <laughs> but it's the. Did you see the the, uh, the Cameron shit? Did yeah, the Cameron uh, Lawrence Fishburne story? Yeah, bro, that's just fucking <laughs> funny, like, man. He's like, don't whatever you do when you see Lawrence Fishburne, don't call him Larry. He don't like that shit. Bro. <laughs> Even his name Lawrence. But Cam, Cam is such a street nigga. He goes, I was trying to be cool, and my man's that was with me. Was just pressing his button, just, kept, just couldn't help himself. Kept calling him Larry, and then finally Lawrence Fishburne was acting. He was acting up. He said, "So finally, fuck that nigga. That nigga's name is Larry." <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carabody is one of the Cam, best at telling stories. Cam bro. is hella funny, bro. Oh man, let's do it. Check, 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 check. Heard <clears throat> Joe's looking for me. It's the Meet the Brave podcast. Oh, that is not how we start our show. Today's episode of the Meet the Brave podcast is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta, where if you think the pizza is good, try hands down the best wings in the valley. Nobody, and I mean nobody, does wings like NWP. Order now online for takeout delivery, and this joint is opening back up, so go pull up on your folks, man. Tell them the, the Meet the Brave podcast sent you, and probably turn the pod on while you like enjoying it. Is that weird to eat pizza and listen to the podcast? Nah. Nah? nah. I like to think it's wet and wet. Okay. Yeah. Then eat the pizza and watch a movie. Listen to us. Because we're making a movie. I see what you did there. I like what you did there. Okay, okay, okay. Today's episode of the Meet the Break podcast is also powered by Uplifters Black Owned Domino Company, company that recently dropped their brand new show, The Winning Formula, executive produced by Meet the Break podcast very own Alexius Franklin of Let's Bubble Productions. Hit up Uplifters right now. Uplifters, no vowels, on IG, follow and learn more about their collabs with Grand National, of course. No shameless plug. Get you some dominoes and then pull up to the reef and get spanked. You know, I'll be handing out L's. This is what I do. You understand me? Lex, 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 Lex ain't pulled up on me. See, mm. he ain't done that. Mm. So, been ducking. Nigga, nigga film producing the show but don't want to. And you know what? I'm not going to do that. It's not what we're here for. We're, we're, we're doing business. That's what we do. That's a right. great way to stay out of it. You got to be on the camera. What you mean? Oh, got it, got it. He got a film. Neither here nor there. Today's episode of the, speaking of The Reef, today's podcast is powered by The Reef Studios located in downtown Oakland, specialized in multi-tracking, audiobook, pack, podcast recording, you name it, it can be done. Hit The Reef Studios on IG to inquire about booking time now with either OG Jaren, Brian Simmons, or myself. If you want to work on a dope-ass project, man, that's what we're here to do to service the community. And lastly... Never, not the least, today's podcast is powered by Let's Bubble Productions, video company, powered by none other than our brother Alexius Franklin. He's the reason why the podcast looks the way it does, like hella cool, and people are tapping in, and the subscribers keep going up, 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 and up. Don't forget to subscribe to the Meet the Break podcast. In the process, hit Let's Bubble Productions for all your video needs if you want to look as dope as we do. That being said, let's start the show. It's the Meet the Break Podcast. I am Monty Draper. I am LG. Lex B-U-B. My brothers, how are y'all doing on this random, lovely Saturday? Does this feel weird? 
A little bit. Yeah. Be a, a little, little different. Bit. Is uh is David Robinson uh related to Danny Glover? Like I mean Don, is it Denim? Yeah. Danny Glover? Hey. Hey. No, not today. We're not doing this with him. We're not do don't Larry. Bro, look at his Lawrence. Head. My bad. <laughs> look at his headpiece. Hell. Stop, bro. Actually, they both they both might have been in Predator too. That did, that did do look kind of like Predator. Doing? This nigga just said Danny, Danny Glover. Danny Glover and Danny Glover the same nigga. It might be the same nigga, bro. Who else? Who else? We just said the same person was. Uh, Don Tolliver and uh... <laughs> Mark Morrison. <laughs> 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 hey, if you've never seen them in the same place at the same time, at, hey, at me. That's it. I said what I said. They the same nigga. That's it. Damn, that is crazy. Mark Morrison and Don Tolliver being the same person is crazy. But they actually might be. Fellas, a lot to get to. But before we do, I would like to say thank you to our amazing listenership. They're taking our challenge pretty seriously. Asking folks to put people onto the show, get our subscribers up on YouTube. And it's crazy because y'all keep doing it, so keep it going. Lex, where's the subscribe button? It's usually like down here somewhere like that. Don't need to Depend on the day, yeah. you know. Down each one, here, each one tell. It down, no, no, no. It's this side. Subscribe button is on this side, right? I think so. This, you know, it's not. Uh, it gets confusing because you're looking at the screen. You screen know what I'm saying? The, the subscribe button is down here somewhere. Hit the subscribe button and turn them notifications on, and then put somebody onto the show. All you got to do is share the link. Look at 2021. You can't even just tell somebody to click on the subscribe button no, no. because it says subscribe. Nope. You got to say the Twitter subscribe button and it's located. <laughs> you got to tell them what color it is. It's the red button. Hey, if Bro. you don't, if you don't, if you don't ask, if you don't direct, if you, you just said you had an OG put you on the game and show you how to do that thing. That's it. That's so, it. hey, yeah. just, just walking you through the process of how to stay tapped in. That's um, right. That's right. With that being said, fellas, um, is there any housekeeping shit we need to do? Y'all good? Can we? It's a lot of shit to get to. Yeah. And I don't know. I honestly don't know where to start. We don't know what type of energy it's going to be today. We don't, we, we're not quite sure. We do we not? It's, it's a Saturday deal, so no. Is this be. the first Saturday pod? This is the first Saturday pod. I think um, so. Yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at it so far. Yeah. I am, however, a little bit hesitant. Wait, this is what Duncan doing now is? Oh, so he retired and became a nigga. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I live nigga, though. Oh, yeah. Big time. Okay. I can see him in shorts playing a ukulele. Oh, for sure. Okay. No toe, no, uh, no socks. No socks. Open toes. He might finally have some bitches. Finally? Nigga, it's Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan always had the hoes. Excuse me. Why do you think his name was Murder Man? It wasn't for the hoop court. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> that was his name? Who called Tim Duncan Murder Man? <laughs> you, just, you just made that up? Yeah. <laughs> but wait. He said it. It was. It almost worked. Almost. Bro, it, was, it was almost. Gone. I was like, yeah, that made sense. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they called Tim Duncan Murder Man. Wait, wait a minute. So that's what they were called instead of Tony. He got a whole nother life we don't know about. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, fellas, we we're a podcast. What if he really had holes on the low? Like, what if he He's really was there. like the? You know, like he was damn near the 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 trafficking god of San Antonio. It's not what if it, he trafficking. Okay, never mind. I was about to do it. I'm not doing that with you at all either. Yeah, because they already got the boat. And he is a great swimmer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> do the math. Murder man, great swimmer. What other random <laughs> Tim Duncan facts do you have, fam? 
so serious. Lex, what? Lex, where, where are you pulling this from? Does Tim Duncan got an unsung somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I'm for sure watching the Tim Duncan unsung. Nah, I know Lex got hella projects. I feel like he got something with, with Tim Duncan. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and Lex filmed it? Yeah, Lex, Lex ain't told us about his latest venture. Oh, though, shit. Because he's with hella Tim Duncan facts. Oh, that's funny. Fellas. Oh, shit. Humor me for a second. Because I, I just don't know what to do. We're a podcast. Yes, we are. Whenever anything happens in pop culture that impacts podcasts, do y'all randomly end up in random conversations with people that you didn't know fucked with podcasts at all? Yep. Mm-hmm. Is it is it fascinating or is it annoying? Both. Depends on the conversation. Depends on the conversation. Yeah. I'm not good for a bad conversation though. Like if anybody knows, I'm not good for a bad conversation. Yeah, like if anybody know me, like they'll know that, bro. I can I can take only so many bad takes about things. Yeah. Before I'm zoned out and also walking away from. It. Well, and that's on anyone. There, there's, there's just with the way news travels, there's just no way to to avoid certain shit. But then, especially when when people associate with you with that thing, so y'all. I'm, I'm, I imagine in y'all media circles, y'all are known as podcasters, right? Or, no, or is that not a thing yet? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. How does that feel? Is that weird? Or is it y'all, y'all, y'all good with that? Is that... Uh, it, works, it works for me just because it, uh, at least people know just where I'm coming from naturally. Huh. You know what I mean? Because they already know what type of, uh, what type of time I'm on. So that part is cool. We can kind of meet, can meet each other at that point. Okay, okay. Lexpo, how does that? How's that been? What's that process been like for you? I'm still working through it, to be honest. But is it weird? A little bit for me because everybody knows I usually don't talk much unless we in a secluded area and it's like a conversation where it's just people that I'm cool with and comfortable with talking. And but now, like I said, I'm getting used to being called that. Yeah. What is the Does podcasting help you open up more? Yeah, it has. Like in just normal life? Yeah. Yeah. For you too? Huh? For you too? I mean, that along with a lot of other things, but I think just naturally, I think along the way, um, what I use podcasting for a lot is just getting my speech correct. Because I'm able to hear back in here, like where, you know. Wait, oh, okay. That's a good question. So you listen to the show? Hmm? You listen to our show? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Do you? I'm here. Oh. <laughs> like, one day I got to be close. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm sorry. First, I, I do apologize for that. That sounded crazy. I mean, never mind. That's stupid. I know you I know you edit and you so, put everything together. Are, are you listening, though? Yes. Like, okay. Like, I... Because I... You know, what I, you know what I mean? Like, no, I, I go through the podcast as I'm editing, so we record it. Yeah. I edit it yeah. and I'm listening to it, and then I listen to the whole thing, and then I pick out the clips. Oh Jesus, Jesus Christ! It's also got me comfortable with the way voice, my voice sounds, because I know my voice is trash, but I'm starting to get comfortable with it. But that's a whole nother conversation. Okay, I was about to say that's a whole nother. It's funny because damn near everybody thinks their voice is. Trash. Yeah, yeah, that's what but I was gonna say. Every, everybody, everybody goes through that. They like the cringe-worthy moments, and then the comfort. Like it's really dope. Like I, so full disclosure. I don't listen to the pod. Oh wow! No, I, I, I didn't listen to the pod. I should say. 
And then the calls were becoming so specific. I was like, okay, maybe I should listen to it. <laughs> like, that's not okay. It's totally not okay to, to, to do what we do. And not being in on the inside joke? And not being in on the joke, <laughs> yeah. Because people were calling about real specific timestamps. Like, uh, damn. Somebody the other day referenced something so specific, I felt so bad I didn't know what they were talking about. And I was like, yeah, I better go listen to this. But it was also the last night, G, when you was like, yeah, people like, we'd be talking loose. And I'm like, what do we be saying? And then my mom called me and was like, yo, y'all wildin'. I'm like, damn, what what have we been saying? But I said all that to say is just when we're out and people are like, hey, you're a po-, Like, I get introduced as a podcaster. Hmm. Like, what what what, t- what title? That's a, it's a title. And I, it, it holds prestige because it, it means that people associate us with being committed in a way and, like, serious and a part of a part of that industry for like for like in a real way monetizing or not like our consistency and showing up so when something when when a podcast of some sort makes mainstream media and everybody's covering it naturally because we do a podcast all these random people start reaching out and inquiring about certain things and I'm snapped back into reality like holy fuck we got 155 episodes of long form two sometimes two and three hours of us just having dialogue and we have these clips and Lex does a really good job of giving the elongated clips with context and such as all these different things meanwhile there's a behind the scenes sort of fluidity that needs to take place in order for the show to be sustainable especially when there's no money involved and that's not to that's not to just like keep rubbing it in, but it's but as we're watching the Joe Budden podcast, Maul, Rory Parks, that whole crew go through what they're going through on a public scale, with that much money at stake, you go, damn, this is this is interesting. And then especially when they get into it and start breaking down, break, like lifting the veil and start talking about. Because they're, they're also doing this thing where they keep throwing around the, world tra- tra- the word transparency and it's fucking everybody up. Like, stop saying that word, please. I hate that word. Stop, stop saying that. That's yeah. so stupid. Transparency. Tran- like, stop like stop it. Because that, that's not that's not what's taking place. You niggas couldn't even be transparent with each other. How you gonna be transparent with us? With listeners. Like, stop it. However, so for, I, I, good buzzword. I wanted, to give, wanted to give the whole timeline, but it don't matter now. Because we wake up this morning and Maul and Rory launched their first episode behind a paywall of Vimeo. Anybody that isn't using Vimeo and doesn't know how that shit works, please tap into that and just go do your research. Vimeo has a brilliant brilliant partnering structure if you have the capital to invest. Hmm. So I get the link and I go, shout out to Raj. Um. My brother, thank you for just, you know, just constantly showing up and sending love to you and the family as you guys, you know, you guys prepare to heal and grieve and want you to know that we're we're here for you as family. Love you, love you, love you, love you dearly. Um, He came by this week and we're just playing music, talking, and we, you know, it it was the day the Joe Button shit jumped off and we're just talking. And so this morning, he sends me the link of a Maul and Rory show. 
oh shit. And then I go two dollar, two dollar paywall. Huh? I'm paying for this. Then my brain goes to any Joe Budden clip from the that is posted from the Joe Budden page does a million views, no problem. Like layup line million views. Mm-hmm. They don't need all, all all a million of those people to go click that link and pay that two dollars. But let's say. Let's say they get a third of them to go pay. Let's just say, let's just say they get a third. Let's say they get a quarter. Let's get a quarter, even quarter. You get a quarter of those folks to go tap in at $2 a pop. And you get half of those folks. And because of the way, because of the way it's been presented, how much conversation it's garnering, they're getting a half a million people to go behind that paywall. Oh, nigga, this is brilliant. And it leg sweeped every hot take I had coming in here today. <laughs> Throw it all out the window. Not at all, huh? It's the, the leg. You got the, you got the script. You got the script, and you rehearsing all the way up to the stage. And then the director goes, hey, Monty, we not doing that no more. I just threw that shit out the window on the way. I literally, on the way over here, I threw that shit out. I was like, yep, they whooped us. Y'all, they were calling Joe Vince McMahon before just because this is really some WWE shit. We're going to stage some funk, and everybody's going to get paid. Y'all ready? Ready, break. And you can break this contract, and nobody got to pay shit. Everybody's, everybody's in breach. It's over. How do I feel about that? How do I feel about it? I think it's brilliant. Um. However, if that's what I'm going to go with as a fan, mm-hmm. the validity—it's—it's it's like fighting not wrestling's fake. Mm-hmm. I'm tuning in. I'm tuning into the to the JVP for an insight that didn't exist. Drink drink champs can't provide that because Nori's gonna overtalk Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Nori Nori's gonna have a legend on his show and completely overtalk. You're going to get lucky and get some awesome stories in the process, but it's not the same as Joe, Joe Budden podcast. The, the, the black sheep who couldn't get in the industry, who independently was making these incredible bodies of work and touring it, doing all this crazy shit on his own and still couldn't make it and finally said, fuck it, and then caught lightning in a bottle in, in, a, in a growing, in a new phenomenon that is media, that is podcasting. You, could, you couldn't write a better story. So I don't want I don't want anybody up there. I don't want anybody up there to get lost on that part of what a phenomenon it was. And then, and then that to have your partners pull up and enhance and enhance the show and just be a reflection of how niggas is just kicking it on some on some everyday shit. You can't you can't write a better script than that either. To not monetize for the first three and a half, four years, and then the, and then the, and then the hit the Spotify deal, you're like, damn, it could be done. And then whatever happens from that happens. Not whatever happens from that happens. I think that's a very important part of the story. Um, the injection 
of the, the injection of the cash now changes the dynamic of the relationship completely. Like, and, and to act like that isn't a thing is is the unfortunate part. That's the word I kept using, G, in the, in the thread, huh? Wasn't it unfortunate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, it's really unfortunate to not analyze the evolution of the relationships now and how and how that has to be honored. And none of those, none of those gentlemen are that that um, that emotionally um, ignorant. There's no way. I do believe I do believe it is a brilliant staging of the minds, and that's some deep conspiracy shit. But look at what everybody's doing. Like every show is covering the Joe Budden podcast. Everybody covered the Trump presidency prior prior to him becoming the official representative for the Republicans. They just they 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 got the machine going. They got the they got the media cycle, and it never turned off. I do believe it's a it's a it's a strategy playbook that people are subscribing to and executing exceptionally well when they have the data and how and how and what people are responding to. And how that little bit of how that little bit of dominating the conversation on a pop culture scale makes companies lose their fucking mind and come go write you a blank check because you don't give a fuck. Like nothing's off limits for you at that at that point. So I I, I don't know I, I I I'm gonna get I know I'm gonna get laughed at for immediately going conspiracy route. I just had to say it because that's what my gut said, G. Are you here for the scripting of everything? Yes. The script. Oh, am I for it, though? Yeah, are you here for, like... Because my only thing about it is that we've already moved into the frame of everything is going to be scripted. Everything like life. Who said it? What do you mean? Like, everything in life is going to be scripted um, in order to receive... Because there's some... Because, like, like I've continued to talk about over the last since from last night is the um, is the whole thing about the uh, shoot about um, about the analytics and data and I mean you could be as mad as you want about the lack of competition when it comes to uh, basketball right now but truth be told everything is about the narrative and the players have realized how the level that they the entertainment portion of things is and like how important them as individuals entertainment wise is so it has the owners it has the league it has all of these things that the fans at the mercy of when they choose to do what it is that they do and that carries over i believe into everyday life where everyone is a part of the scam i would say you know, like everybody's think, in on it. I think everyone just becomes com- uh, com- uh, compliant in being a part of the overall scan. There isn't anything that is real anymore. Now, we talk about this real one, and you know the real ones are this, that, and the other. But truth be told, there's no fucking such thing. So, my only thing about the whole, about all this is just that I get it monetizing things and looking at the data and we have access to this data now so we know how to run it up now and stuff like that it's just 
it's just unfortunate when you know everything becomes basically love and hip-hop in everyday life like it's almost as if a camera is with you at all times which they are when you have it in our phone but it, it just becomes unfortunate we don't have actual real interactions can i uh can we keep it rolling and watch the the kobe inducting together real quick sure. my bad spotify but by way of spotify so then that draws another conversation and then the business that happens between the host the co-host Etc. And every and, and the people and the amount of people it takes to keep that show going. Um, we're pretty we're pretty open about what our running is here. L, Lex, myself, we show up at the Reef every day. Or I'm sorry, once a week to record the pod. It's we do anywhere from about two to three hours, so we're really here close to four. Um, Lex takes the video home. We send the audio to push. Salute to push. He gets the mixing dialed in, sends it back, and then Lex is able to edit to that. So we're at five people to run, four people to run the show, right, for us. JBP is operating at, what is it, six of them? Maul, Parks, Rory, Joe, Savon, Alex. Yeah. And then there'd usually be somebody else, one where they... maybe Corey, Corey, Corey and Ian are there, too. Yeah. I don't know what their, for as far as the production of the show, I don't know what their essential roles are, but they are there most episodes, if not all of them. So it's eight people in the room for them when they're doing stuff. Ian is there to answer the phone. Relax. Relax. <laughs> 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 um, so I, I just wanted to catch people up in that. And then uh, Peter Rosenberg, Marissa Mendez, they helped sort of jump off the show. They, it's, it's doing well. It's consistent, consistent, consistent. Then the Drake beef happens. The numbers go through the roof. Um, and eventually Marissa is removed. Or, or Peter, Peter's first to be fired from the show. Then Marissa eventually is fired from the show. By that time, Rory is all already around and consistent. He is, he, it's, it's, it's Joe, Marissa, and Rory. They got a real good synergy going. And then Marissa's fired. And they bring Maul in. And Maul plugs in. And they go. But Maul has been around since the early Joe Button TV days. Joe was one of the first thousand people on YouTube streaming content. Um, YouTube and Ustream. He just turned on the camera and you get to be in some random slaughterhouse session or you get to be at his house randomly on a Monopoly night. And it was just like, it was just real fascinating content. Like it was it was the first of its of its kind. Um, so all of that is important. Heaven to hear he's a relationship. Hilarious. And that's sort of, that's where the landscape and the blueprint for love and hip hop is eventually established, and then that that becomes a thing. He's on the show, so then people don't. It, and it's it was it would always be hilarious when people's context of Joe was love and hip hop. It wasn't Joe Button TV. It wasn't Mood Music One. It wasn't Escape Route. It wasn't Padded Room. It wasn't none of that shit. And that's where the fan part always got me in trouble because I'm like, all this shit is on brand, and like the layer, like it all it all just makes sense, and so. As a stand, you like gotta defend Joe, gotta defend Joe, gotta defend Joe. All right, whatever. We get to we get get into the pod. They get the deal. Couldn't be happier for him. Again, the context of what he's been through as an independent artist is hella important. They get the deal. He's like, fuck yeah, finally, my nigga got my nigga got a break, got a win, and he got to do it with his niggas. This is beautiful. Um, and then it all comes falling apart. In and around the time that the 
the Joe Rogan Spotify deal is announced. Now, again, that context is very important. Joe Rogan has been podcasting since 2000 and shit. Eight? Eight. Something wild like It's that. like eight or nine. Yeah, right? something wild. He's got a 3,000 episodes plus. It's a really, really long time and investment in IP. That part of the conversation is very important. So when Joe Rogan is going to negotiate a Spotify deal, again, with the proper context, it makes sense why his starting point and his leverage is different than a Joe Budden podcast. However, I understand, the, and, and that's not even to say that that was a discrepancy between Spotify and the Joe Budden podcast. Like that, that's not even to say that, because I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even shade them and assume that they're that they're that naive to think that. The, the the equity or the value of a Joe Rogan podcast versus a Joe Budden podcast is is off. That 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 may not be what they're arguing. However, we called it. Soon as the Joe but soon as the Joe Rogan deal was announced, we came in here and said like, yo, this is gonna cause some shit for a lot of people and for whatever reason I feel like it's gonna it's gonna affect the Joe Budden podcast more. And then naturally it does there's a whole war Bam and Bill Simmons have a awkward conversation it, it, it just it just was it just was really really strange but it, it reeked of it reeked of someone who was literally in the midst of a transformation of understanding how the business worked for real somebody whose whole career is predicated on indie 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 fuck the machine indie 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 fuck the machine indie 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 fuck the machine but it's doing it from the lens of you had mainstreams your first outing was uber mainstream success we laugh at pump it up now but god damn it is one of the biggest songs on one of the bigger labels at the times one of the bigger labels at the time and so it gets put through the channel of being burned into pop culture it's in all the disney films it's fucking songs everywhere um so the residual royalty check whatever however that breaks down but it's paperwork's fucked up so the, the the business in and around that situation reeks of I have to be fucked anti the system because of what I experienced. Okay, cool. So, and I would always say this, the confusing part about the Joe Budden podcast in the beginning is the people he didn't like. He hated Tyler, the creator, for whatever weird reason. I'm going, nigga, Tyler kind of exists because of you. Like, your anti the system thing is what allowed Odd Future to kind of like kick in the door and be like, yeah, definitely fuck the system. So it was, all, it was always weird. Early, he would just say these weird things about Vince Staples before he met him. It was like, oh, that kid's awesome. It's like, no, nigga, you just don't know. Like, you've been under your New York bias rock, and you're getting all this information. And so it then once that shit started to happen, and as he got a little bit more cachet and could move around, his takes on things started to shift. It was like, oh, shit, here we go. And nothing nothing feels nastier when the, when the, um, when Woke Man becomes motherfucking uh, Samuel's character from Django. Like, nothing feels more egregious than that. Because you're like, what happened? You was a runaway, nigga. Now you the, now you the house. This feels crazy. You saw behind the veil. And because you saw it and you, instead of holding the door open, you shut the door. It's like, you niggas stay out there. It's AC in here. That's what it comes off as. But if you got the context, you're like, nah, that's not what's happening. But fuck, who, who has time for context to L's point? What's real? Who has time for context in the space of, like, we don't even know if anything is real anymore? Who has time for that? So, cool. Now we're up Now we're up to speed. Fast forward to this past week. 
or let's fast forward to current times, the guy the guys went on a month hiatus. No, it was no, no noticeably things had been deteriorating. L, L called it. L called that shit like a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. It's like, yo, the pot's kind of nasty now. I'm not fucking with it. Kev, uh, Kev, Kevin Allen said the same thing. I'm like, damn, I gotta keep fucking with it. Then, out of nowhere, I stopped. I was like, yeah, I can't do this. This is this is weird. This is nasty. This don't feel right. And aha, now it's all coming back, coming out that behind the scenes shit just wasn't right. Like the niggas was asking to audit and see the books and see what see what was happening because to let let Raw, Maul and Rory paint it, they weren't employees. They were they were profit partners. So the difference being is that as the as the the show generates revenue, we gotta have a new discussion in and around what that new influx of cash is, how it's going to be dispersed. And so it is very hard to believe that the conversation was employee. Very hard to believe. It's very easy to believe that the infrastructure that you create and then create a company that muddies the waters between what the main cast is as opposed to what you're adding to a network it's easy to then try to put everything underneath the same umbrella and then uh, siphon from the main cast to get everything else going and then not share any of that and then go back to the whole thing that Monty's talking about on when you started and the amount of things that you had to go through and the amount, like that's why I got my little fiddle out is because I get it. Bro had a long road, but what the fuck does that have to do with it? Keep in mind that your road was still you'll still just be on that road. Like yeah. don't act as if it was just a single. It was just, just a single. Your yeah, just a one yeah. one sacrifice was the reason why y'all got to this point. So to just disregard um, everybody else's contributions yeah. and then go go about it that way, if that's even the case. So that's the that's the reason why for this particular situation, I'm so far out of it because I'm thinking of it in like a, a very you know layman's terms, very fucking uh, real a real way of looking at it, right? Yeah. But if it's all WWE and it comes out as being WWE then best believe I don't want to have anything to do with anything that any of them are doing. Gotcha. I don't care what platform it's on or what the... I'll, I'll continue to look at the business aspect of things, yeah. but best believe I'm not, I'm not in support of going down that type of road with folks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I hate when people present shit to you and it not be that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing worse to me in the world than that type of shit. I, and, I, and, and again, that's just my... Ta- it just... It was... I guess if you have a TV show, but not in this shit. It it resonated as so brilliant. Um, It resonated as so brilliant, G. My mind couldn't fucking help but go to conspiracy. Like, yo, this is a play. And it's just tight, but I'm not not signing up for the circus. I'm good. Because it's everywhere. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. Did you guys laugh a little bit? Because, see, I watch a lot of wrestling. And when he did, a, there's a part where Joe's ready. Yeah. Rory, you're fired. <laughs> All I did was hear Vince McMahon. Yeah. And then it made me think about this interview Vince McMahon did a long time ago, and they, like he was talking about 
when he was talking about the change in wrestling and when he was talking to his dad, and he was like, yeah, we give them entertainment once they hit the ring. But what I want to do is take more money out, invest in more writers Mm -hmm. to give them entertainment even when they're not at the ring. So, and then it's like, you just entertained the world, even when there was no pod. You did it, You did this without having, you know what I'm saying? Like, to, to, to muster up that much conversation, it was, it was just a brilliant play. And then, and then this morning, to wake up to Mari, uh, Maul and Rory's, are you doing an academic thing? <laughs> <laughs> Rory, uh, to, to wake to wake up to that, and for it to be behind the paywall out the gate is the evolution of podcasting. So, those who are trying to figure out what the evolution is and how this pertains to the entire podcast industry, in the beginning, there was only one. Fucking the podcast app came out, and niggas was like, "Oh, how do I get on that?" And people figured it out, and there was shows up there, and it was on the phone. It was like cool. And then there was little sub pockets of of websites you could host it through, and you could host it on your own website. Like people were figuring out how to do it. But the whole idea of a pay the paywall is 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 new. But to to get it out the gate, and then what Vimeo has established, like I know what that Vimeo, like I know what that Vimeo deal is. Like we we got presented with it, like right right at the end of shit, like right. And I was like, and I'm looking at the the layout, G. And I go, oh, this is awesome. I wish I had the cash to front this. This is this is this is the answer to all our prayers. It's a brilliant place. So to see them go directly there, I had to take my hat off and go salute. That's just a big like. I assume Rory's can figure out the business shit. The Duce Palooza thing was big, and then Maul, his brother is Biggs in hip hop. Nigga, like they they're gonna be fine. I'm not crying for Maul and Rory. Them niggas is gonna be a okay. And sure as shit, here we are. And I'm like, bro, this was awesome. Now can we move on, please? I'm like, what else is there to talk about? Cause they ain't this we this they whooped the whole country into a conversation on this shit. Oh yeah, for sure. Um what you what you what you got? What you, you think Charlemagne saw it coming? Because they didn't do a brilliant idiots on it, did they? No, they they've been they've been covering it the whole time. Yeah, but they did do like this last episode that was supposed to drop. After the whole firing. Yeah. Well, well Charlemagne didn't want to feed into the monster. Like what he did, they did they did bring it up on the Breakfast Club, but he used that opportunity to plug other shit. Yeah, so yeah. he plugged the Black Effect and he plugged uh, the book for West Nine. Because he because uh, he because he, see, he sees exactly what we're talking exactly. about. The, exactly the the commandeering of the conversation. He's like, oh, if I have to, if 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 Charlemagne and Joe are in an arms race the way they seem to have been for a whole for the whole time, if controversy ensues, and on Charlemagne's Brilliant Idiots podcast and on his Breakfast Club network, he has to cover this other person's show. Who's really winning for real? You know what I'm saying? So that's when Hot 97 and E brought it. I don't even listen to the show. What are you covering it for then, fam? Oh, because it's a relevant conversation that you want your platform to be relevant. So guess what we going to do? We going to talk about some shit we don't know nothing about. E just did a pull up. With? Uh, who did he sit down with? It was somebody. It was somebody important, which I thought it was. It, it felt like a. Uh, 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 what's the what's the uh, uh, Rick Rubin? It felt like a Rick Rubin type of sit down, but I forgot who it was. But I'll tell you in a second. But you go ahead. Real quick, shout out to Tax. We forgot his podcast. Man, thank you. <laughs> shout out to Tax, bro. Like Tax Stone, Tax Season. 
that was one of the ones. So, so that's a combat jack. Combat jack. So, and loudspeakers, all loudspeakers networks. Com combat jack, brilliant idiots. Like, shout out to them. They, they pioneered the whole network space. Um, shit, I don't know if they were before uh, 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 bar store. Like, I don't know if they were before that. But what loudspeakers has been to podcast culture is fucking awesome. I'm in Mexico. This is, nigga, this is five years ago, plus now, maybe six. Yo, he sat down with Khaled to talk about Khaled. Khaled, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm definitely not listening to that. That's disgusting. Um, that's what I, I knew it was nasty, but that, what I'm saying, that's the, he did a, a pull-up. After talking all that shit about that, he did a pull-up, and his, and his guest was Khaled. Was Khaled. Come on, Ebro. To talk it. about the Khaled, Khaled. Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm in Mexico, Lex, and, like, I'm, I, I'm still broke. Like, fuck it. But this was, like, I'm so broke, I have no business being nowhere near an airplane, let alone out the country. Like, what am I doing with me? Like, fam, don't go anywhere with no money. But, fuck it, take your life home. Like, you survive. Like, that that was, y'all, that was my life for a really long time. Being a whole foreign country with no bread. Like, you know how dangerous that is? So, yeah, that's, I'm in, I'm in Mexico. That's because it's part that you can live up nothing. You can, you can put some pesos together. No, no, no. That that's was my thinking. That's why I did it. But I'm just saying, it's a terrible idea. Like, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> but, no, no, no. See, see, it's thinking like that though. It's like it's Mexico. It's I, yeah. I can figure that out. Shit don't cost much out there. Gee, that so I so I fuck around and, and leave the resort too early. And, and the first thing they tell you is like, yo, don't cut your wristband because you can't get back in this motherfucker. So I read the itinerary wrong, and I thought I was leaving a particular day. So I hop in the van. I tell everybody bye, whoopie whoop, and I get to the airport, check my ticket. It's like you don't leave till tomorrow. Ooh. And I'm calling, I'm like, hey, I cut my wristband. Like, yeah, we can't let you back in. It's like, I'm like, yo, it's nothing you can do. Like, there's nothing we can do. I'm like, my room is booked to the mall. Like, no, 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 you, there's nothing we can do. I talked to Eric, can I switch my ticket? Yeah, you can for four whatever. I'm like, I don't have, nigga, I don't have four dollars other than four hundred. So, guess I'm, guess I gotta wait till tomorrow. Yeah, you can't sleep in the airport though. It's a, <laughs> it's a hotel over there. It's a hotel. All right, so I get to the hotel. I'm like, man, this is this is so stupid. Get a room overnight. But mind you, it's off the resort, so guess what? Everything's in Spanish. You turn on the TV, everything's in Spanish. I'm like, damn. So I'm like, I could thug it out and watch fucking uh, Not Law and Order. What's the uh, CSI? I can watch CSI in Spanish. I can figure it out. Even if you know the episodes and there are reruns, it's so hard to watch that shit with, this, with the subtitles. So I'm like, all right. Nigga, the only thing on my phone was podcast, and it was episode one of Tax Stone and Tax Season, and when he sits down with Pee Wee Kirkland. Changed my life forever. For I, I, I knew, like, if I was guessing what podcasting in, it was like, oh, for sure, doing a podcast. Now, this is amazing. Tax Season, like, I know everything was unfortunate how it played out, but, man, what that dude meant for me is the podcasting. Again, so loudspeakers, Combat Jack, um... And I forget Brad's name. That, that's everybody's partner that helped put all the shows. So brilliant idiots is a spot of that. The read, like every, like loudspeakers was getting it in a real ass way. Um, well, did you have any more takes about Joe Button, the fallout, anything before we move, before we got off of it? No. No. What about I think, you? Oh. I think it was covered good, like a blanket. Like a blanket. What about you, G? I don't want nothing to do with it. I want, I want nothing to do with it. Um, well, Cole's here. Cole's here. All the way here. Cole is here. 
No? Just me, I'm the only one? No, 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 no. Keep going. Say it again. So, I t- I've told the uh, For Your Eyes Only story, right? Like, I've mm-hmm. given you your crap props on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been open on the show about my own ego and insecurities in around Cole because he occupies a space people naturally just throw me in. Like, a Fire Cole song and come, like, I can't, I, it was such a hard time to enjoy Cole because people who I really, really wanted to listen to me wouldn't listen to me and then would send me Cole songs and be like, oh man, this made, this remind me of you. <laughs> and it's a compliment, like, right? That's a compliment, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a compliment. My brain would always take it as a diss though. So Cole, uh, Toby, when Toby first came out, the first video when he's getting his hair like greased and parted and shit and he's snapping, everybody sent me that video. It's like, oh, nigga, I, I get what you're doing now. Like, I didn't understand it before until I seen this. So it made me despise Toby for the first, like, two years. Jizz will be like, man, we want a Toby concert. You want to roll? Fuck no, nigga, I don't want to go. <laughs> and I should have went. That was a great concert. Um, Headed out shrooms to everybody. <laughs> Lex, you want to have a good time. Lex is the man. Um, so Cole, 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 crit that whole that whole sort of wave. Um, but Cole specifically, just because ain't no ain't no street ain't no street nigga, but can rap his ass off, and so and had to have these creative. That was around street niggas. Was around street niggas, and had to have these creative ass concepts to where it was, especially in the era when it was like. You had to kill hella niggas to be tight. You had to be toting a pistol. You got to be selling dope. It's like, nigga, I went to college, fam. Fucked with the hoes. Hooped. Top ramen on the top plate. You know what I'm saying? And other than that, was only fucking with the music. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I know my life ain't that interesting because I ain't killed nobody, but hey. <laughs> so that was cold, but he just did it really, really well. So dollar and drink. Like, all this shit was just like, fuck, man, this nigga's brilliant. It can only be one of them. My life's over. So it was like, <laughs> I struggled with listening to Cole for a really, really long time. And uh, so I didn't really get to enjoy Forest Hills the way that I do now. Um, so when For Your Eyes Only came out, fuck that. Not listening to that. Didn't listen to it. This nigga L sends it like a year later. It's like, yo, this is what I'm on today. And I turned it on. And by the time I realized what was happening, bro, I had driven to, like, fucking Pacifica or some shit. Like, I just got in the car and was gone and, like, woke up. I was like, bro, where am I? It's the most beautiful body of work. <laughs> for your eyes on, to make a concept record specifically for your kid, but put it out to the world. I don't know, bro. I just, I just thought that was, like, ballsy. Like, I just thought it was... I just thought it was what you should expect. Or no, I'm sorry. I just if in a world where expectations are ridiculous, if you have if you have a you have a favorite artist and you want them to try something or give you an offering, they go out of their way and make something that fearless and make a, a per, something that personal and share with you. I just, feel, I just feel like that's what what an honor for Kendrick to give us. Damn, like we are we are we worthy of to pimp a butterfly for real? I, I I like that. Like, I, I literally was listening to that album, going, I don't feel like I deserve this. For, for real. Way ahead. And then Dam comes out and I was like, I know I don't deserve this shit. Now this is further ahead. This is this is incredible. Like, how do? You, what did? What did? I, I'm just I'm interested to talk to those gentlemen and go, Yo, what did that cost you emotionally? What did that cost you per in your personal life? 
Like, what did you, what you have to do to achieve something, a feat that incredible? This is, this is, this is amazing. You saw that album cover for them. What did you? That's, that's when you're spent. What did you? What did you go through? So then we get to, granted, it was Dream, Dreamville compilations and and uh, KOD. All these things happen in between there, but there's still this. There's still this like, damn, is Cole gonna put it together on a solo tip? And then, nigga, me and we get back to the crib and I go, I gotta go make some moves. I get in the car, and I turn on, turn on off season. The first thing I hear is fucking camera. If I could, I would have stood on the driver's seat. And with the sunroof <laughs> open and just scream. It was the most amazing, amazing feeling, G. <laughs> and it's because I had that epiphany a few weeks weekends ago. I was like, yo, maybe art maybe art is this is this thing that just takes time. Like, salute all the niggas that can just crank out a lot of material, but you supposed to, what if you're just supposed to take your time with it and have these personal experiences that make the that make the music matter that much more, make it that much more potent. It, it's it, and I and no I know it's early I know people it's like oh it's too early J Cole fans be wilding I'm I'm yeah like we can we can do all the other shit when something isn't up to par we can shit on it so why can't we big something up when a nigga when a nigga hit that mark and that nigga pulled up and hit that mark I, I at least I, at least I, at least I believe so oh, he did straight up he did and I don't know why niggas say like you can't say that as soon as you hear the product man. Like, you know, Harvest ain't leaving the rotation. Yeah. I mean, I can admit that uh, listening to it the night of, uh, I, it was a lot to take in. Like, it wasn't like a, I wasn't completely drawn to it initially. Really? There were songs that I was initially drawn to. So, yeah. like, you know, the the one with 21. 21, absolutely. Um, second, that's the second song off the rip. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, uh, him and baby. Him and baby. That's yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, those are a given, of course. Yeah. But initially, I was just like, okay. I mean, I don't know what I really listened to just now. Yeah. Um, and then the second time was me riding a bike, and I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> what but, was it? Do you know what the difference was? Yeah. So initially, it was because Cole has done. An, I, I'm like a real Cole fan, so it's not like the whole people that were angry about. Um, uh, for your eyes only initially, and um, him how he talks, how he talk about the youth in KLD, you know, that, like that wasn't my take on Cole. Like the, the thing about Cole that I appreciate the most is Cole's production. Hmm. Like Cole over his own production, I appreciate. At like the, as one of the best fans out about that, you know what I mean? Um, I mean he did fucking high power for God's sakes. Man. So. Cole can do production. It's just that people aren't uh, like if you're a, a, a fly by night fan, then yeah, you're you're not gonna understand. No, nah, fam, you gotta go back. Yeah, you gotta go back. No, high power's fucking. Amazing. You gotta go back. <laughs> <laughs> bro, Dude. the wave to be on that oh. beat, bro, is nuts. Oh, don't break her arm. I can't watch this. I can't watch this. Tap out, lady. Tap out. Yeah, she got. To. Oh, uh, her arm is done. Oh, it's limp. Yep. Okay. She didn't pull it all the way out. Ooh, she's about to snap that shit. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, G. High power. Yes. 
produced by J. Cole. <clears throat> yeah. So, Cole, I can admit as a true Cole fan, man, I can admit as a true Cole fan that listening to Sideline Story initially, I didn't quite understand, and that's only because he's done a great job at, uh, at, uh, at in a way, teaching you, or I would say, like, uh, what, what is the word? Uh, getting you, getting you familiar or used to his projects being cohesive. As like for if somebody was to get Hella Producers, which this album has a bunch of different producers, yeah. then obviously songs are gonna sound completely different yeah. from each other. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that from Cole. So the first listen, I was still trained, that's where I trained yeah. uh, for his pro the last two projects that he put out. Uh, so it, it didn't register to me what I listened to. I was just like, okay, this might be close. To, like I don't, I wouldn't say it's mid, but it might not be the cold that I was interested. In. So did it? So did, initially, did it sound more? Did the first listen sound a little bit more fragmented than you were used to? Yeah, it just didn't. Feel, it. it just didn't feel like they were connecting to each got other. It, got it. Got it. Got it. You know it, what I mean? It, but it. then, the, the, then I then when I heard it the next day, yeah. I was like, oh, no, I was blown away by every single song. You know what I mean? So it was a different experience once I once I took it out of into another. That how on brand is that though? So the knock on Cole is, man, go get other producers, let them produce. So okay, y'all, I he does it, and then it's like, oh man, it's a little bit. But the idea that your ear picked up on that as a Cole fan, like that's pretty that's pretty tight though. Yeah. That you that it ha that that happened to you, and then you went back to it, it was like, oh, but this is dope. Each song is its own, and that's been the knock. It's like. People are like, oh man, Cole, Mad Born. I'm like, God damn, like, what, what are you supposed to do? Bro, there's nothing like the cohesion of, uh, of, uh, uh For Your Eyes Only. For Your Eyes Only. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it could just be one you just press song, play. basically. Just let it go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I, I fuck with that. Uh, so this one was different to experience, but I had to put it into a different context, and it's like, oh, he's rapping, rapping, rapping and rapping. you gotta listen to the references. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's a lot more going on, yeah. and this album than what you're used to from yeah. Cole. Uh, so I can appreciate that angle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you're a Hooper, this is like your fucking album. <laughs> this is what 2 Chains was trying to try do with, that, with that album that he did with LeBron. Hey Chains, I got you. Step aside, fam. Yeah. That's funny. Because uh, tell, tell me when Dame come on, you don't get, you don't get, man, yeah, I was about to pick up a basketball right now. So, I Ellen Ellen Poe came through last night, and I, I just I love like I love when everybody comes to the studio with them specifically. They just they just ask different questions. They just they think about this shit on a different level. Uh, so I'm playing them Kevin's album, and if if you sit if you sit in a room with me long enough, guess what you're gonna have to do? Listen to Kevin's album. I'm just this is what what I'm on right now, and. Uh, it's an experience playing it for them because of how they consume music because then we come and talk about the shit like this. And the first time I played L, the intro, he goes, this sounds like the Panthers strapping up. Fuck, that's a very, very, very specific image that I can't not unsee listening to that music now. And then Poe's po sitting back here talking over to me, all kind of shit, and then eventually he just, I look up and he's next to me at the board and goes, because this shit is phenomenal. I'm like, damn. 
you can work that intentionally. Like, Kevin's a fucking... I, I've never seen no shit like it. Oh, let me do it again. Dog, it's perfect. Yeah, I know, but what, what if, what if, what if this one's better? Oh, damn, that one is better. All right, let, now let me clear up a few words. God damn it, bro. We're not going to ever leave this. It's, it's the amount of effort that goes into each song. I've learned so much. Um, so then when Cole pulls up and the shit's perfect, it's, hard, it's just hard to argue with. It's just hard to have a debate about something that is flawless and, and it's so hard to do. It's really, really hard to do in, in terms of having that much pull, having that many people expecting some shit, and you pull up and deliver. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, I'm just impressed. I'm just impressed um, the, 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 how thin that line is of success and failure. Um, he's a producer. He can't skip it. Like, he, he makes beats. So, yeah, nigga, I want to make my own beats now, but you got... You can call Jake One, you can call T Minus, you can call Timbaland, you can call all these great ass producers and get this fire. Get go get the heat. And then you play executive producer and string them all together. And it, that's what it felt like he did. He just took a step back so he could go focus on the raps. And that's what he said. He said, My nigga sent me this beat two years ago. I didn't hear it at the time. Like that's what should be happening. Oh, they just updated it. It the first the first take didn't have the feature. Right? No, they just okay. Updated it. Yeah. Okay, that's well, because that's, it, cool. It, that's a that's a cool way to the world. No, nigga, you because you you and and I, Cam is a surprise. Puff is a surprise. Little baby, when it's where little baby shows up. Like I could have predicted the twenty one appearance where it was because it kind of like it made sense. Little baby completely caught me off guard, and that nigga came on sliding. What? That nigga, he, he can't miss, bro. Yeah. I'm a, low, low baby cannot miss. I'm sorry, miss. bro. Somebody, somebody, uh, test that man. It don't, it don't matter who you put him with. He, he's wilding right now. That nigga is outside of his mind, bro. You niggas notice they don't ever show his feet? Cause I think that nigga just ice blocks the feet. That nigga just slides in. <laughs> you, know, you notice they don't ever show his feet? It's crazy. Hey, those shits might not be touching the ground, bro. <laughs> and G, G gonna walk in here. We send each other pod notes, and G gonna walk in here and put the pressure on. I think I, I think I thought I knew the answer. And then the more I said we start talking about call, I, I don't know now. That's what I'm saying. Because that's what the producer, that's what uh, the baby's producer was was up against. Like he had to make that decision. What, and He chose. What, to ha- go what happened exactly? Hmm? What happened? Well, he he was um, on. Well, he was asked to be on uh, to do Rihanna's album, uh-huh. uh, but the call situation came up, and he chose to go with the call situation. Yeah. So he. he didn't do the Rihanna one, but I was like, as a producer, what's your, what's the option you're choosing? Because and I and I, what I that's said, a hell I, of a, that's a hell of a lick. So you know, I said no brainer, and I still feel the same way. However, I get why he went with Cole. With Cole, it's going to fulfill my rap bag, like the part of me that just loves backpack rap. Like I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be able to nerd out and have a time of my life. The more and more I start to like be honest with myself, fam. You trying to do festival music? Not. It's not even no, because Cole is gonna make the festival. It's not even festival music. G, do you know how much I specifically like love R and B? I was about yeah, to say, Money's a lover. That's yeah, that's R and B. That's true. If anti came on right now, I would just close my eyes and sing every word. That's my shit. Consideration come. The consideration is. The idea of Rihanna and SZA together, it just, I, it makes me feel good. So if Rihanna calls and goes, hey, Monty, be here right now, and Cole's like, hey, bro, 
Nigga, I'm going to the Rihanna sessions every time. Like, and it's and it's and 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 pray to God that Cole is like not fuck you forever. It's like no, bro. I just really really love R&B music. <laughs> and the idea of like, I don't know, bro. Like when when Rihanna covered that Tame Impala record, mm. that shit made me so happy. I love Tame Impala, by the way. Like it's that shit that be on loop. Jeez. Like you're just looping the. <laughs> Bro, that shit could be ten minutes, bro, and it's just the same vibe. Feel like a brand new person. Oh, just listen to that shit. I get emotional, so if I got a chance to go make that, gee, I'm sorry. I got to just gotta come. That's a vibe. I just and I and I really and and that's just that's just timeless. I'm gonna get roasted for it, but I I I have a a a real goal of invading the the day party, like. All the critical claim, like it, a bunch of shit could happen. If my shit, if my shit can't get played at the day party, I didn't succeed. Like it's a, it's a goal. I know that's weird, a weird thing to have, but it's a, it's something about that music, where you go, you made a hit for real. You know, like when you get, if you get played at the picnic, the, like the the picnic where the elders is at, and if you get played at the day party, you did something different. Like you you tapped into something that only a few people did. So I got a real. Like that shit is on my own. The whiteboard at the studio and at the whiteboard at the crib. Like, I got, I got my own thing like that with film. Right. What? What's what? How does that? How does that pertain like, to film? Like a cult classic. I don't. I don't care about none of the awards. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Like, let me make some shit where even if it didn't do well in the theater. Because cause Friday didn't win awards for anything, right? No. Right. Like. Not. I mean, at least not. I'm sure it won right. awards, but not like. A, Academy. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just people could be like, oh, it did do good in theaters, but then when motherfuckers seen it, you know, every time it comes on streaming. You know what movies like that? L put me on fucking. The, do you remember showing me Grandma's Boy the first time? Bro, that's just. Yeah. <laughs> I had never seen it, bro. I, I, I cried. And it's like, nah, it didn't do well, but it's a, it's a cult classic. classic. Like, anybody that knows about that movie, they know. Nigga. It was like a secret when you pulled up at the homie house and they showed you Napoleon Dynamite. Like, mm-hmm. that wasn't a big thing, but if you went to the homie's house, it's like, you ain't seen Napoleon Dynamite yet? Like, yeah. You know, like, it's... Yeah, I mean, Office Space is in there. Yeah, yeah. Office Space for sure. If you go horror, it's like, killer clowns from outer space. Man. You know, it's... You know. I've seen that shit on the fluke, too. But it's, you know, so that's that's how, that's why I gotta answer that question like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's no, it's no knock on cold, like... Being in the call sessions would be an honor, but at the, at, from a producer and songwriter standpoint, I think I would be able to do more in Rihanna sessions too. Like I think I would actually get the right call, like let nobody write his verse for him. Like that ain't happening. Hmm. Um, so yeah, they get to actually like write and and do reference records for Rihanna and like hear your reference records go from sounding crazy to Rihanna making them sound like fucking heaven is just like oh man. Jane is like that. Jane like. I'll I'll mumble, and Jane be like, "Oh, that's it, bye," and then send you back a record twenty minutes later. Like, nigga, what just happened? <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's crazy. Um, we had a fan question last week we didn't get to, or we we, we teased. That was funny. We teased the fan question. Um, fan question: Why don't men make a thing about females dick shaming? We are not allowed to say anything about females' body, but. They're allowed to trash us on our bodies and dick game. We need a hashtag. <laughs> so, 
there's a there's a like a pseudo dating game on YouTube, mm-hmm. and the dude is standing in the middle, the woman and the man, and I'll ask the woman like, yo, what what do you need? What do you what do you expect in a guy? She's like, yo, body gotta be right, this 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 that, and then ask the dude the same question. He's like, yeah, she gotta be slim, she gotta be put together, you know. And the woman goes, uh uh-uh, uh, that's body shaming. He like, fam, you just said the same thing, <laughs> just different. Like, what what do you mean that's body? Like, he genuinely was confused. Yeah. And he, so it was like, all right, that that didn't go well. Cause he's like, yeah, that's why I can't mess with y'all dudes. Y'all be body shaming and all the shit. And he's like, wait a minute, you literally just said the same thing. Yeah, you can't really give your your uh, your list out loud. You gotta keep that interior. Well, we're finding out, and no, fuck that. We don't have to put no clothes on, lady. Lady, ladies are tight. The women, the women are really, really dumb, and. What people like DJ Envy fail to realize is that you don't have to, like, pander, pandering ain't fly. Like, there's nothing fly about pandering. And I'm not a fucking Kevin Samuels stand at all. Like, I just ate my bag. Like, I'll hold that. Do your, do your thing, my nigga, run it up. But it's just it's just personally not my bag. However, the, the parts of those conversations, again, the context, like, you can't watch the clip that went viral on that. You got to go watch the whole hour and a half live stream to really get full context of what was happening in the ebbs and flows of those conversations. Um, so when we when we get into the space of like body shaving, dick shaving, don't shaming, get it twisted. That's what ran the numbers up. Yeah. No, no, no. That yeah, the viral. Yeah, that's what ran the numbers up because everybody wants to go see the train wreck, but don't nobody want to do the work to go hear the whole dialogue. Let's just give me the short version, fam. I gotta go. I got shit to do. But. But while I'm on the go, guess what I can do? I can I can establish and develop a well thought out think piece and opinion on something that I only skim the service to be tapped into. Mm-hmm. So you can't be moved one way or another. Like you can't. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about this conversation. Is just making an accountability thing. Who are you interacting with? That's on. That's guys, on. That's you guys on the gonna laugh because I finally talked to her. I was like, bro, why didn't you text me that? And he was like, bruh, so me and my chick, we driving back from a, uh, you know, like they was had a little get together. Yeah. And uh, he driving back and he was like, she drunk. She got the ox. And she playing the most reckless shit, pointing at me, all the shit. So I just yeah. woke up in the way and said that question. <laughs> <laughs> all the subliminal spell parts, you know? In the middle of it. I'm Give a fuck me. about that nigga. And she, and she point, the, the finger point is what the it do. And he was like, bro, she probably touched the side of Hey, fam, you rapping them lyrics a little too good. And you, and, and, and it's something about somebody just pointing to one finger, like, and he constantly tapping. You already knew us. And he was like, fam, we was driving from Tacoma to North Seattle. Oh yeah, he was yeah. like so. Yeah, in was traffic, like, yeah, in yeah. traffic. He was like, it was a good forty-five minutes to an hour, and nothing but the fat niggas weak. It's the it's the equivalent of a battle rap that just won't end, like the round that won't end, and you don't get to even rebuttal. You just gotta take the whole, like, take nah, it. nah, watch out. See, you just look over at Smack like, bro, that's three minutes. Three, that's and he's three. still sitting there. It it but it 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 breeds a really really interesting question. The on, my only thing is on some accountability shit like I just I just don't want to be anywhere near those those over liberal pandering ass rooms I don't want to be nowhere near it I'm not, I'm not about to be the nigga to come in here and defend a white comedian but Tony Hinchcliffe is going through hell right now 
Do y'all watch? Do y'all watch the Kill Tony podcast? Shit's amazing. It's hilarious. They do like a, they do like a fucking. Uh, what's the what's the singing show with Simon Cowell? What was that shit called? American Idol. They do like American Idol panel on stage. A comedian comes up and does a minute, like a a, a quick minute, and then has to spar with the judges if you just naturally end in a in a roasting. roasting. Oh, that's the one where they roasted the uh, fat chick. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's Kill Tony. Oh, yeah. so the dude that be talking to that's Tony. That's Tony Hitchcliffe. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Fuck with him. So Tony Hitchcliffe on the clips, at least. Fucking hilarious. And but if you are a fan, you know the tone of his comedy and how not personal or how not serious the shit is. So an Asian dude who has been an opener for him before is opening, but he's doing all Asian jokes and he's and he's killing because it's it's his delivery. It's how he's it's it's just it's just a really really dope set, right? So Tony comes up and goes, "You fucking race baiters! You guys are trash! Like y'all gonna laugh at them corny ass jokes." He just came up here in Chinese this, Chinese that. He like he was black, bro. He, 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 yeah, he's getting, he's getting, damn. Bro, call the fight, bro. He ain't, he ain't defending himself in a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, in a while. But why he get on his head like that? Don't bow to me after you beat me up. Fair. Yeah, nah, he for sure a part of the, uh, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll tell you what he Oh, he opened him up like crazy. That's why he bowed. He like, oh, he's like, I fucked him up. Hey, for our people, though, we can't ever get whipped like that in that type of situation. And then my man get on his knees and start doing some Allah shit. Um, so t- Tony Tony gets up there and says the most many Chinese uh, derogatory terms you can think of. Like immediately starts going in. And uh, Asian Asian cuz goes on his IG and goes, "Yeah, I felt mad, disrespected." Like goes on a rant. And so now there's a divide of people trying to defend Tony. And it's like, yo, this is the problem. Why comedians can come up here and say anything. And it's like, but e- so, but even the self-deprecating white comedian is like, like fuck, I can't even do that because even that's a form of privilege too to go up there and just be hella self-deprecating. Like, so what? What the fuck y'all want from me? <laughs> is what, and I was like, and the, and the more it played out, gee, I'm like, bro, I can't go on a podcast and defend a white comedian, can I? Can I? But in the name of free speech, fuck free speech. Like, I like even even that is a weird thing to come up and defend. Say what you gotta say, but just be ready to have everything compromised in the process. Like, like, like seriously. We're we're running the show. A big time sponsor pulls up and go, "Hey guys, we want to give you all this for this." In order to make it work, Monty, you probably can't say "holy fuck" so much. Uh, L, you, you all right? This when you go about to go on and just. Think about how on when you're going. Lex, you probably can't say you touch yourself to fucking Anderson Pack no more. Deals off. Deals off. Deals off. No, seriously. That's the line right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I'm I'm dead ass. Y'all like that like what what seriously, I'm I'm asking now, like what if that hey, Spotify wanna give us this, but they just want us to be mindful of some of the shit we No, I'm I really feel like uh Carlos Miller and then Carlos and Chico. Yeah. It's like, if you come in here, you know what you're coming for. You know, you know what you're coming for. Ain't no, you, you don't get to step in the kitchen and try to add some to the sauce and change the sauce. The sauce is the sauce. Yeah, no, that's not like a job. And I don't even do that at my job. So, so then how do we end up in these situations, guys? Not us specifically, but how do folks end up in these situations where things happen? And you're going, fam, I was joking. To now, I got to issue an apology. 
Kevin Hart going, I'm not apologizing, I'm not apologizing, I'm not going to host, and then go on a whole apology tour because the business was in jeopardy. I can't be like Kev, don't apologize. Like how much, how much of that, how much of this business is re was really at stake because of folks he was like he has dealings with, having to be aligned with certain things and going, yo, Kev, I know you. It don't really matter. Like publicly, you gotta apologize, though. Yeah, I mean his number two, like his his right hand executives is like women that are within that group. Yeah. So that nigga has some real battles that he was trying to hold. He's trying to hold. Key too, but you know, once you're once you're operating at that frequency, yeah. there is no way to not uh, not exactly bow, but be in tune with how many mouths you're feeding. Do you guys kind of think that that's the reason? Another reason to why Eddie might have took a step back. That's exactly why Eddie took a step back. Because after listening to him on Kevin Hart, Eddie can't help but be Eddie. What I say last, what I say last night, like finding out Eddie Murphy is a real nigga at the end of the day, it's like, God. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool to be in the space where you don't have to. You know what I mean? Like Eddie doesn't have to do the thing. You know what I mean? Like Eddie doesn't have to go outside his house. Everybody comes there. Bro, he doesn't our have city, to do a thing. Our city will say, hey, Eddie, you should do the, the one in the parking lot. You should do that. Do they do look like... Nigga, ask, yourself, ask, yourself, ask yourself if I, if I would do some <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> I said, oh, Eddie's, Eddie's the funniest thing. Bro, bro, that is the most dismissive shit ever. No, that part when he was like, nah, Kevin, you should just ask our city what I should be doing. <laughs> that nigga but, knows everything. <laughs> but where else could you get that version of Eddie Murphy at? Name another platform. Maybe 85 South, but they don't have a relationship with Eddie the way that Kevin does, so Kevin's Kev Also, got to walk something, not exactly walk it back, but also just got to give Kevin flowers on this part, because I've listened to every single one on there now, yeah. and got to give him his price for, Kev is fully aware of everything, and it's hard to not oh, be aware, it's, it's, hard. it's hard to not be aware of everything, of course, but he's actually like the... He's, there's so much respect within that craft, and you can know how important somebody actually is to any craft by how everybody else speaks to that person. Like, everybody, like, there's not one comedian that's going on there, and there's big ones on there, yeah. that the first thing they talk about is Kev's work ethic. Yeah. There is nobody that's working harder than that individual. Yeah. So... And then also him talking about moving over, like, the corporate side, damn near touching the stardom side. So when those are wet and wet, eventually stardom, stardom sizzles. fizzles. The, the business ain't going But nowhere. that nigga will be corporate forever. <laughs> but why, so my only question, my only beef with that yeah. is... My only beef with that is that seems to that seems to be a negative variable for only black creators. Like, nah, you gotta stay real forever. You can't what? Nigga, don't nobody wanna be in a rent in a rental with some other niggas trying to figure out how to how to keep the cost down and get to this next city to go do three of of a, a Thursday, Friday, Saturday slot forever. When you can figure out how to figure out how to set up companies and and build IP and build shows and 
and build a studio. Like, nah, fam, like, let me, let me evolve. Like, it seems like the, the, the evolution for black creatives is, is like, nah, you gotta stay real, fam. Create jobs for the, for the next generation. Create jobs for every fucking body, but create jobs for the next generation most yeah. important. Because you will eventually no longer be here. But will your machine continue to be here? Will it continue to be here and continue to run? Are your systems in order? Uh, reading the E-Myth right now, finishing up the E-Myth. What you E-Myth are you, look, are you reading? The I'll see the, the revised. I'll, I'll send it to you. The revised it's, 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 hella, it's hella confusing. It's hella different Because there's different, yeah. Yeah, I'll send you. It's I the guess. revised version, yeah. Um, but there's a segment in there, G, where they talk about... Um, McDonald's. Everybody does the same thing to McDonald's. Oh, fuck McDonald's, da, 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 but nigga, from continent to continent, guess where you can go and the number two is a motherfucking number two? <laughs> McDonald's. Their system is flawless. You know, Do you know to be a franchisee in, in McDonald's, G, it's not just as simple as having the money. You have to go to a training. To be a franchisee, you're purchasing a franchise, and they go, nah, we have, we have money good, but you got to come to this training. We need you to understand our system, and the only way you can buy in is to commit to this system. Don't don't get in there and try to freestyle. Hey, my nigga, nah, this, this system is set up the way it is for a reason. So if you want to be a part of this team, you can buy in, and you can buy in. And get the fuck out the way. It's as, it's as simple as that, but they developed the Proof system. The it's, a, it's a system. They sharpen it. They tighten the screws on the system. And they tweak the system. And whenever, so when they, when that, when, when they announce the monopoly shit is coming, everybody's getting the monopoly shit. If it's a spicy chicken, they had it. Guess everybody's getting this shit. It's the, it's, 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 a, it's a beautiful thing to consider. Um, if the McFlurry machine is down, all the McFlurry, all the McFlurry machines, machines shut them down. Shut them down. <laughs> Like, do you mean everybody? Everybody. No matter what McDonald's you pull up to, they I, got the McFlurry. Man. I have had one of those days, though, going to multiple McDonald's and all the McFlurry machines being down. Like, that's just the staple. Like, that's yeah. just something they got. Nah, they hit the switch. <laughs> Same switch Drake was talking about in the song? I got it. <laughs> you want a cup of M&M's, bro? We got a cup of M&M's for you. What, um... I'll get you some ice cream from the corner, stuff. Gee, what you, what you, what's your beef for Disney World, man? I, I, I gotta understand. <laughs> bro, have you looked at the latest Disney World uh, commercial? Gee. Bro, them going through that with the music in the background <laughs> and everybody masked up, it don't, like, it, they're trying to preach and they're trying to get you to understand that it's still the happiest place on earth. That shit don't look too happy, bro. Gee, what you said, it looked like, it looked like the happiest place on earth. Look like what? I mean, it don't look like the happiest place on earth, <laughs> but, but it do look like the happiest place for your side family. <laughs> <laughs> like side is in a motherfucker with this with the cheese ear to ear taking hella pictures because no. you can't confirm his meat. No, it's no, it's twenty twenty one fam. Like you can't still get the side family off, right? In you, Disney World right now, but then they 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 just get an update where the the mask can come off outdoors. So nigga, you can you can barely get the side chick off. Getting the side family off in twenty twenty one is fucking crazy. I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna say it. I I'm mean, sorry. I mean, you could do it throughout twenty twenty. So. You got a short, you got a short window to get to know your other kids. Gee, niggas had a family on this block mm-hmm. and a family on that block. Bro, you know what I was just watching? The hereditary video for Jid. And what was very like very posing in that shit was that polarizing in that shit was the, was in the early parts when um, when she was a little kid. 
and her and her mother was do was about to wash the wash the clothes of her dad, and the paper falls out. Bro, why would niggas back then have the phone number on the paper plus the address to where they about to beat up? Now? Nigga, you got to. <laughs> Can't send the location in 1963. <laughs> what? So you just got all that in the in the, in the last gym hey, you hey, were? Hey, look here. In <laughs> your work clothes? Let me, let me, let me, hey, put your, put your, put your phone number and your address. Bro, led her to the doorstep, nigga, where you cheat that. <laughs> that was the only way to get caught. Otherwise, you were having the time of your life. Niggas back then wanted to go through that type of shit. There's no other way. To get caught up that way, there's no other way. Gee. You know you got some shit that ain't about to go through divorce, nigga. Divorce is too goddamn expensive. It's been too much work. It's too expensive. Yeah, you can goddamn leave, goddamn leave if you want to. My nigga, we, we got a house that we got a 30-year mortgage. We got a 30-year loan. You're not going nowhere. No. See, that, so that's sicko shit. When you go, yeah, I, I had a whole family on you, so what? Where you going? <laughs> <laughs> your name is your name is on the deed. You can't leave. By the way, we are eight years into the thirty, bro. You going nowhere? And then and then and then the other person goes. You know what? You're right. I mean, you could kick me out for how long? Are you going to be good on that? Two months That's before it. you need me to come back? Before you need my half back in? Before you before you need our joint income? You, you, you know ain't, what I'm saying? Ain't, ain't, ain't so ain't so middle class out there by yourself. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get back to the good old days? Hey, those conversations were sick, boy. Huh? huh. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I, I bring home the big. Like, Bro, because when those couples, if those couples have the luxury of getting to 70s and 80s, the way that they speak, because there's no longer fucking involved. No. So it's literally exactly how you feel at all times yeah. from from opposite rooms. Yeah. Y'all don't even live in the same room no, no more. Not sharing a room. Y'all shout down the hall from each other. All the shit you, that y'all been trying, y'all have pent up over the last twenty five years. The, by the time all that shit happened, they 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 wishing you got another bitch. I hope. Hey, go find the bitch. Actually, get Bro, away from Take me. her. Take have have her take you off my hands. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I would rather not see you this week. How about that? What about my other? I'm be waiting for my other nigga to come over for the long. That is so. He's so funny. young and strong. You know, it's so funny. You guys are sick. <laughs> Get the getting off the side family in 2021. No way that's still happening, bro. They at Disneyland right now. <laughs> Mask on. They got about. They got about. Uh, what is it? They got about two more weeks, bro. Damn, I feel sorry for the one nigga that don't get the memo, and then somebody walks up. Sir, you know you can take the mask off. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. 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 Nope, 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 nope. You trying to outwalk that person? Nope. Hey, take the, just take the mask. No, 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 no. Because you know Disney, you know Disney World trying to shoot the new video where they ain't got the mask on because it's a nigga out here that told them about the shit I did Shit listen. don't look too happy, bro. <laughs> we, uh, that damn Michael Che, please tell me y'all watching it. I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it I just remember you just you just talk about it. So, are we SNL fans in here? No. Yes. Maybe. No. Sometimes. Sometimes, right? The the highlight of SNL is whenever Michael Che does the the the, the, the report. Yeah. Um. The weekly update. Uh, but I've been trying to figure out what that what 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 was his own content and own show gonna look like. And. I. It's it's absolutely brilliant. Like I'm excited for you guys to watch it and just to see the the structure of it. Um, I know what I'm watching tomorrow. Oh, we we got the off day. We got day off. Yeah, let's say. Um, but it's like reality meets sketch meets 
docu it's it's crazy it's great it's kind of how i felt about watching bad trip the eric andre movie because mm. that's like it's bull rap but not for real it's jackass but not for real they just executed that shit really really well and so that, that damn michael che i'm i'm interested to see how other people feel about it because it's just it's just really really smart and i and i and i hate when comedy get it gets prefaced that way um because for as intelligent as uh, Dave and Neil and Neil are, mm-hmm. I think of Dave and Neil and what they did with the Chappelle show. Though, as like they be Sada Baby, Sada Baby clearly is like brilliant and can like rap his ass off. But just because we're that smart, we gonna come fuck some shit up mm-hmm. and just make the most ignorant shit possible. And if you listen and you can see all the brilliance in it, mm-hmm. fucking uh, that damn is a sketch. It's sketch, but it's doc. Like seriously, it's almost. Is he no longer? What's that? Last now? Oh, this is just. Nah, he's still. He's still there. Just separate. This is just something separate. Nah, he's still there though. Um, I can say that I am very appreciative of Michael Che's stand-up. Yeah. So like, he's one of the better stand-up people that people don't really talk about. Yeah. But I love his delivery. Like he does an amazing job at delivering his jokes. The last one he did, I was. In tears laughing so hard. Yeah, so I can only imagine what a show for him would be because I feel like it'll be well fucking thought out. We, um. I don't know if I want to cover the show. It made me sad, though. Hmm. The. How they got the confession from the killer, from Pop Smoke's killer. Hmm. How'd they get it? I just went past that. Prison informant. The nigga confessed everything to a, to a plant, essentially. Like they planted an informant to get the story out of him, and it was essentially just for a watch. Like they killed that nigga for a watch, bro. Like the robbery wasn't supposed to go that way. Damn. So again, another another young, bright star murdered for absolutely nothing. It was because they didn't expect him to fight back. Pretty much, just the just the just the I just the. It reeks of a setup. And it was young, bro. So they're 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 babies. The, so. the getaway driver was old, and the kids were the kids that that got sitting there were absolutely were, were kids. Yeah, so they ain't even had a chance to really get in any of those situations, knowing that a nigga would potentially fight back in this situation. I was gonna say the worst thing, so I'll just I'll shut up. What? No, I just back in the day, this is gonna make me sound old as fuck. <laughs> But when you did certain crimes, they used to like, this is going to sound weird, but pair you up. So there would be an older nigga that would go in with the two younger niggas. The older nigga would kind of watch over so you know what to do in there. It's like, and I know this this whole, I know that sounds fucking mania and crazy as fuck to say like this, but it kind of, so that way you understand how you move in there. So, I think it's supposed to go. So it does go smooth. Because, like, when you, opposably, when you do a home invasion, the plan is not to kill anybody. It's just to get what you're trying to get. Get the fuck out of there. And get the fuck out of there. Because it's like, you're already doing so much. I don't want to have to do this. I might want to hurt you a little bit if, if, if this tension rose. And it's just, when he said the old nigga sits in the car and just sends the three youngs. That's it. I mean, I, that part I don't see. I, I get, I get what you're saying, Lex, and I think that that's like the, 
that would be like the 101, like how it should go. If there was still infrastructure in the street shit. Yeah. I think now the OG term is, is used very lightly. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If Absolutely. you're older than someone else, then you're an OG. You know, so but it doesn't really map out to actual experiences. Yeah. So if a nigga is if you the if you the old nigga and you the getaway driver and you just with young niggas, then you like you you're you're expecting to I'm thinking the expectation is that if this shit go bad, I'm leaving these little niggas. Gotcha. Like I can't have it be a young nigga and a young nigga take off because I haven't built enough respect amongst these young niggas yet. Like, I don't talk to these niggas for real. I give these niggas assignments. You know what I mean? It ain't no, like, taking... Sui- suicide missions. Not exactly, suicide exactly. Mission. It's, not taking life, it's not taking somebody on their wing. I don't Your expect them... Yeah. Your life is over. I don't expect them it's to... Come a kamikaze mission. Basically. Basically. I mean, I mean it's, it's high risk, high reward. Is it high reward for real? A, a watch? No. I mean, not a watch, no, but, you know... That, that's, that's if a, you stumble across something, that's what that's that's probably the idea behind having young niggas going there. Is that even, yeah, you're going for a watch, but what if y'all come across something? Even still, G, like selling dope. Yeah. After 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 the cost after the cost of doing business, unless you're a kingpin. Or unless you're the supplier to that to that whole area after after unless unless you move and wait for real, you may as well go work at McDonald's. Yeah, so it's basically check the check. It's check the check. It's stupid. It, it really is stupid. But a lot of risk. It's a lot of risk in in the in the reward ain't adding up. The profit margins ain't adding up for what it could cost you. Your whole life, somebody potentially dying, you you potentially murdering somebody, your family being in danger. Like it it, it just doesn't make any sense. And this is not, this ain't high horse preaching nobody. It's just like we, we got to reevaluate shit and make other shit fly. Killing somebody over a watch, bro, is never going to be fly. It's not. But the way, the way things are shaping up. So it's possible then that they was looking for the the money from the money phone too. Like the watch makes sense, yeah. you know what I mean. But I think the, the I, they're looking for all of that. Yeah, but that's the, I think that's what the that's the, the watch sounds good. But I think that's what they they were looking for the quick cash that you're not Cole, able to. Cole says it though. Don't stop stop rapping about nigga. You own and you lit and your cars is about to get repo. Are you sleeping on the? Are you 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 literally you literally faking it like? Rap about the struggle shit. So, so then the niggas who like then it creates this barrier and this buffer. Like, yo, this shit ain't sweet. You know how long it take to be up and be in the, and be in the black as opposed to being in the red. A Pope po told me he just started reading the Rick Ross book. I was hella juke. I mm-hmm. read that shit and hadn't been. At, you, you read it too, G, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like we talked about it and had had nobody else. But nigga Ross is like the nigga who's investing in me is flying me down to the studio, but I'm so, I'm too proud to ask for some bread. Them, them niggas sleeping in the hotel, I'm sleeping in a dually. Got the tags on the clothes still because I want to look fresh, but I'm taking them shits right back. This is rosé. But this rap shit ain't sweet for real. Ain't nobody making no fucking money off no, no, no rap music. Oh yeah. It's going, it's going down. 
Bro, that's a wild, that's a many conversation. <laughs> what, uh, we got, we did it, y'all. We, we, we hit everything. Y'all got, we miss anything? Per, per, per use? Hey, you guys? Oh, I got a quick question for you guys. So, Cove Drops, who do you guys feel is next? Out of the big names? Out of the big names. I don't, I don't think that is happening. Not, 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 not the way everybody else is thinking and waiting for. I feel like that's a little further out. I think Drake waiting for June. Drake, Future, they're waiting for the world to open. I believe, I believe that for sure. Um, I, I see, I see a future record coming. I see a, a big future record coming because he got, he got low, right? Like, yeah, he just been chilling with the chick. So future, future's coming for sure. Drake is, Drake is on the way. Um, those are the, those are the. Who else matters? I like, and and I'm, and I know I'm. A, it's gonna be sick for me even putting future in that realm, but I do. I put, I put him in that class, like to make the meter move and the world kind of stop when some music gets dropped. Everybody gonna talk about it. Cole came and delivered. I think Gambino's probably hovering around in there somewhere to do something. Yeah, uh, Lil Baby and Dirk. They got some up their sleeve. Yeah. But that's gonna be more summer shit. Yeah. I think we'll get a lot more shit coming in June. Yeah. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a flood. It's gonna be a flood. Oh, I'm, I wish I would have talked about this at the top of the show. So shout out to Jennifer Johns. I absolutely love you. Um, an incredible artist, incredible singer, but the way she shows up for the art community is just so beautiful. So she texts me, she's like, bro, I'm doing a lawn front yard performance in, um, in the town, so in some like, in the neighborhood. I'm like, oh, I got time. I can go by, say what's up, and then get back to the pod on time. I get there, she's like, yo, come on, let's pray. So I go pray with her in the band. And then they're just like, yo, I got another set, so I'm gonna do this, do that. Hey, Monty, you want to rock the, the intro? I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Dog, these people are sitting in lawn chairs in the driveway across the street from the house we're performing on the lawn in front of, mm. and they are clapping and going, thank y'all so much. The gratitude was crazy. Mm. And I kept telling myself, I was like, yo, this might be the best thing that ever happened in music. Like, had to have it taken away so that it can be appreciated for real. Mm-hmm. Um, That's real. So if you if you, if you you didn't like going to shows, there's people that I know despise going to shows that are like, I can't wait to go to a show. You didn't like going to shows, but like, yo, the idea of never being able to go to one again changed that for me. So artists and creators, it is upon us now, now that, now that we have the attention again, it is on us to, to really cultivate an experience. Um, to really make effort to rehearse, to practice, um, to learn, to troubleshoot, um, but to also, but to also know what a privilege it is to be able to 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 be up in front of people and express that way. Like that shit is really a privilege, man. And the way those people were like, and, and these these are these were these were like middle aged black folks that were like going thank I'm up there rapping, bro. They're like, nah, thank you. Like, damn, this is this is wild. So, Jen, shout out to you, Dame Drummer, um, Mike Blake and shit, uh, Ben. Man, it was it's just, just just beautiful. I, I needed to say that real quick. I, just on the topic of, like, the world opening and how she was about to move. Oh, yeah, man. Great fucking job, uh, Georgia Smith. 
you did you hey yeah. you, you yeah. did your thing yeah. with that fucking album man yeah. it's uh it's eight songs uh but every single one of them is potent you know what i mean so that's the jason that's the way what said that immediately like yep yeah. bro tell me that wasn't the conversation like she literally like it was almost as if we was on the same wave that that day because um, money had just got done talking about that little tidbit and then she was talking about that shit in in, in the concept 30, in 45 seconds in the concept of a song yeah it's, so that means other people is also thinking about that money. That's what's up. Yeah. I credit, I credit, I credit, I credit you and Poe specifically though. You guys were the the nudge to go to make the commitment to being outside amongst the people. It's like yo, just just trust how that's going to impact the pen in the process. For sure. For sure. And it's it's changed everything. Like you can't be you can't be for the people and not be with the people. Like it don't work like that. So. But that I got that from the guys. I, 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 I can honestly say that. Um, with that, thank y'all so much. Uh, special circumstances. We recorded on a Saturday. Love, love, love. love. Just didn't want to miss the show. Didn't want to not tap in and talk to you all. Um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to growth. I'm um, looking forward to sharing uh, the plans and, and the intentions of the show. And and I am I am hopeful that all podcasters, all creators are using this time to learn and get educated on where the, you know, where the, where the industry, podcast industry is headed, um, how to protect yourselves, how to protect your friends, how to protect your partners, how to have transparent conversations in and around business, understanding what that looks like, what understanding what scaling looks like. Like it's a real opportunity for us to learn um, and get better and to be accountable for shit. Uh, it was, it was a really dope thing to sort of measure up and look at it and, you know, and, and put Meet the Brave up against the Joe Budden podcast and go, I see everybody's side. I, I do. I, I wholeheartedly do, G. I, I see everybody's side. Oh, no, no. Ultim, ult, ultimately, ultimately what what was forgotten, though, is how important us coming together and showing up and, and how valuable everybody's contribution is. Oh man, them niggas can't. The show must go on. Yes, yes, absolutely. The show must go on. But fair, 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 fair business practices, and, and I, I don't I'm really. Say, I don't, it didn't have to get to that. I don't. I don't really fuck with the word fair. But in the context of this, it's like, hey, this is what's being presented, and we still don't know what's true. But it does feel like friendships are over. In the name of what? Something that isn't back to your initial point is something that ain't. And I want to get in this. Yeah, and we can't get it twisted that money is one thing, and money you can always make money. I don't think people is so much. I mean, Roy's Roy's hurt on the more on the money right now. Mall is a different. I'm more on the mall stance. Like you know, it's just how you get a vibe. You get you get a vibe on like how people interact with you and how they really feel about you. Yeah. And once that happens, you you can't unsee it or unfeel that. You know what I'm saying? So like, it doesn't matter what somebody says to you. Like what they say, it's how they treat you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, if there's friction, then there ain't no, there ain't none of this, bro. You, I'm sorry, podcasting. You cannot come into a podcast and there be friction and think that that's just gonna be easy on a listener's ear. Listener's ear on you, exhausting. It's like it's a, it's a space of showing up because you want to show up. And that's another thing I wanted to say too. It's like wow. The JBP com, uh, comparisons are easy, like it's not. Like, 
my 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 one eighty on Schultz is so disgusting. I get annoyed. Hey, Ronnie, I was I was hey I was gonna, I was gonna let you, I was gonna let you say it. I'm sorry. Dude. <laughs> I was gonna let uh, you uh, say salute, it. Salute salute or two. Salute show uh, Schultz and that whole crew. Like model model. If you go model yourself, model yourself after something like that. Model yourself after something like a loudspeakers and what they built. Like really build in in with the intent of scaling. And that's it. That means empowering everyone and supporting everyone. Like every every. L and Lex have projects that they're about to embark on that I am praying that I get a call to be a part of. Vice versa, I have projects that I absolutely need them to to to, to be a part of because there is a there's a thread that exists. There's an ecosystem that exists, nigga. The, if the bag presents itself in another area, come on, bust that down. And let's get let's get another one. Let's get another one. Let's get another one. And it just it's something that isn't prevalent and it isn't disgusting there isn't really a, a a blueprint on how to do it g amongst black a black men is what they tell us but i know a lot of black men getting money together and doing it well my dad so let's let's dead all that narrative and have a different conversation and i get that overall we are all new to this but do not allow that to make people to make you forget where you started and where you come from you know what i mean it's like for you to get so far ahead and think about shit that you don't have yet yeah. is beyond me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for that to ever be a mentality, instead of just doing the work, and of course having 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 foresight because you have to believe in your shit before anybody else does. But you cannot start counting chips that you don't have yet. Absolutely. And then realize that nigga, that shit is. It, it comes in it it can come multiple different ways so like it's more so about can you create a vibe while getting that's just how that's to me me too <laughs> with that y'all thank y'all for tuning in uh we will see y'all next week it's been another episode of the meet the break pod love, love. yes <laughs>